Welcome to the Key Flow Podcast, the show where horse owners and riders can discover the latest trends, gain expert advice, and learn secrets from some of the best riders in the world. Here's your host, Frankie Reed Warrilo. Joining me on today's podcast, I'm very lucky to have with us Nickety DeMarco. And Nickety is a good friend of mine, and I've decided to get her on because we're going to try and talk about all things therapy, really, and specifically talk about equine muscle release therapy and bowing technique in humans. To give you a little bit of an introduction, Nickety qualified it back in 2004 and 2005 to treat both horses and humans with the equine muscle release therapy and the bowing technique. She also has an HND in equine sciences and a BSc in applied health sciences. If you would like to ask Nickety any questions or get hold of her at a later stage after listening to this podcast, then please do have a look at her Facebook page. You can find her at Nickety DeMarco Equine Bowen Works. So Nickety, talking firstly about the equine muscle release therapy, um, since you've been treating horses, uh, I guess in the last 12 years, is it something that you find quite common in competition horses that riders are wanting to get their horses done more regularly nowadays? Yeah, I mean, I, I specialise in performance horses, I guess. I started um, back in 2006. I was very fortunate to treat the um, Woodlander horses, and that's sort of where my interest in both dressage and following that eventing horses came around. And um, most of my performance clients would like to treat their horses on an ongoing basis, usually on a monthly basis, to keep them going rather than trying to fix them when something has gone wrong. Yeah, I think it's quite often the case with most things, whether it's a form of therapy or even supplements, people always say prevention rather than cure. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I mean, when um, my clients tend to get a new horse, we'll initially give that horse a course of treatments. And obviously, they're um, riding and producing them at the same time. And then we'll try and keep them ticking over at the level that they're at. Uh, I also go out with clients to competitions. So I went um, last year with yourself to Blenheim and the year before with another client of mine to the British Dressage National Championships and treated. Um, a couple of clients' horses there while they're actually competing. So it can be used as a, as a keep everything going, but also you can use the treatment during competition. So it is an FEI approved technique as well to be used during competition. And before we talk a little bit further about treating horses at competitions and the benefits, can you just help explain to the listeners what exactly equine muscle release therapy is and what it does? Okay, so... Um, equine Muscle Release Therapy, or EMRT, uh, was developed in Australia by a lady called Alison Goward. Ali was a human Bowen therapist and human Bowen teacher. So originally, this all comes from the Bowen technique, which was developed by a gentleman called Tom Bowen, who was an Australian. He was a cement worker, so he had really no knowledge of anatomy and physiology. He just believed he had a gift to help people, and he <laughs> developed this technique, which was then um, he trained to five different people and a couple called Ozzy and Elaine Wrench decided that they would teach his technique once, um, Oz, uh, once Tom had died in, um, I think he died in 1982. So that is how Human Bowen started in Australia and is now in 35 different countries across uh, the world. Wow. And then Ali actually worked for 10 years developing 
the human technique to be able to be used on horses because obviously we stand on two feet and horses stand on four feet mm. so she actually spent her time developing the technique through different trials finding out what worked so that she'd got quite a robust technique to go out and teach uh, and then she came over to the UK and started teaching in the UK and I was fortunate to have been trained both by her and also with the human side by Ozzy and Elaine as well. So. Oh wow and so if you were to compare it to other techniques like physios or osteopathy what would be the defining difference okay so things like osteopathy and chiropractic treatments tend to work with the skeletal system whereas Bowen tends to work more with the muscular system so we're doing a series of small moves across the muscle fibers so things like massage would work in the direction of the muscle fiber we actually work across the muscle fiber stimulating the nerve endings so we're giving messages to the brain to get the muscles to release and rebalance themselves, hence equine muscle release therapy. Um, and we're also working with the fascia. So the fascia is the uh, connective tissue which is around all muscles and all organs of the body. Um, and when there's been an accident or an injury, the fascia actually becomes hardened and not such a soft, flexible surface. So we're actually looking at, at, at balancing the muscles and balancing the fascia. But the really amazing thing for me about Bowen, which makes it different, is there are specific moves, both with humans and with horses and with dogs that I treat as well, that you can actually do to do things like help the respiratory system or help the gut or um, basic muscular and skeletal stuff, but also work with other systems of the body. Mm. It's quite common and I've uh, used you to help my horses if they've had an injury whether it be a physical injury like they've cut themselves but also if they're suffering from like you just said a cough a cold uh any any sort of form of illness and i think that's where this kind of treatment can help more so than a physio or osteopathy yeah because you're looking at actually working with all the systems of the body to try and try and put that body back into balance so okay things like massage which a physio would do will potentially help uh, an area where it's cut but if you can try and get blood flow to the area and, and increase the lymphatic flow then you'll increase the healing potential mm. which is the things that we see with the MRT. Um, certainly on, on my Facebook page there's uh, a little write-up about a horse that I treated that had been quite badly injured and showed over a period of three treatments the difference to that injury and how mm. quickly it healed compared to what you would expect it to do. So it's a bit like kick-starting the body, really, and helping it speed up recovery. Absolutely. Want to see what all the fuss is about? Head over to keyflowfeeds.com and request a free sample of our premium feeds by clicking the link at the bottom of our product pages. Your horse will love it. And so I guess when we talk about speeding up recovery, we can move on to treating horses at competitions, because I know that, as you mentioned earlier, you helped me with my best horse, Dolly Whisper, at Blenheim. And there's lots of different techniques of helping horses post cross country, particularly at a three day event. And for me, the biggest thing was you try and speed up a horse's recovery time so that when they come to do the show jumping the next day they're feeling as fresh as a daisy rather than feeling fresh as a daisy four days later when it's too late um, and yeah this is this is a technique that can really help with that absolutely I mean if you think of something like your performance horse that's done its dressage on the first day then the next day it will cross country so something like Blenheim you've got a long cross-country time you've got lots of obstacles to jump and lots of questions and obviously to get round in as quick a time 
as you can, you're building up lactic acid constantly within the horse's system and then you expect them the next day to come out, do a trot up, be sound and go and show jump. Yeah. So you're, you're asking a lot, but that's, that's the definition of a performance horse. But if we can do stuff which will help um, reduce the lactic acid buildup, get the muscles feeling more comfortable, so the next day the horse will come out, do a good trot up and then go and feel fresh to, to show jump. So you wouldn't do the same sort of full treatment that you do if you were treating a horse on a monthly basis you would do perhaps more band-aid treatment so maybe when you're warming up for your dressage you might say well actually the the extended trot doesn't feel quite right she feels tight in the left shoulder so you'd do something specifically in that area to release that um, and, and be looking at how the horse is moving but I have treated quite a few horses at, at three-day events and the one particular horse I remember would never trot up sand for its first trot up the day of the show jumping so after cross country it would always be asked to go once or twice and it was an older horse with a, an avicular problem but actually through treating it at Blair we actually managed to get it to do its trot up and pass first time so yeah. you know that's the only time that horse has ever done that. Mm. And it is important to mention again you said earlier that, that this is an FEI approved form of treatment so if people wanted to use somebody who could do EMRT, then it is allowed. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I have a colleague who works in New Zealand and she spends her, her summer over there going around with her camper van from event to event, oh, to, wow. being the therapist for all of, of the top level New Zealand riders mm. and obviously other riders that go over there to compete. And it's, it's used extensively in Australia with the endurance um, horses, so they use EMRT for all of their horses when they're competing at, at FEI level. Yeah, and so <clears throat> let's just cross over onto the human side. Um, again, I'm quite fortunate because you treat both my horses and myself. Do you often tend to treat horses and their clients at the same time, particularly if we're talking about performance horses and performance riders? Yeah, absolutely, because if you think about the, the two things, you're, you're sitting two moving objects together, so a horse which moves in several different um, planes and also a, a human sat on top with a saddle that hopefully is somewhat balanced <laughs> in between them. So the, if, if the horse is wrong, the horse will automatically affect the rider. What you tend to find is the riders may be less affected if they're like-yourself competition riders who are riding lots of different horses. Whereas riders who only ride one horse, their own horse, those riders will um, tend to perhaps have more issues picked up from that one horse they ride. Whereas yourself who's riding lots of different horses, it may affect you less. But if you're not balanced, you will affect the horse. As if the horse is not balanced, it will affect you, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are the most common things you find in competition riders? Usually... Uh, one of my favourite procedures that I do is a procedure that affects the psoas muscle, which is the hip flexor muscle. Oh no, I <laughs> yeah, know that one. <laughs> it's not the most comfortable um, treatment, but actually the, the hip flexors and the, the, the um, balance that those hip flexors give you as a rider is probably one of the key things. So there's quite a few different books that are written about riders and the psoas and how the, the relationship between the two works. Have you found that with different competition riders, say an event rider or a dressage rider or a show jumper, they have different areas of tightness or problems? Because I'm assuming with the horses, they, they probably get tight and whatever in different places. I'm wondering if it's the same with riders as well. I mean, yeah, I think so. If you think about any athlete, because they're doing different things, your dressage rider is very much about 
obviously um, having a, a deep seat perhaps they become quite tight through the shoulders which actually links back to the hip flexors which we were just talking about but your show jumpers and your event riders um, would perhaps have more issues with um, your leg muscles thigh muscles as well because they're actually using those a lot more perhaps than your dressage rider would be because mm -hmm. Things like galloping for 10 minutes, cross-country, jumping, you're, you're asking quite a lot of, of the body physically. And there is, there has in the in the past few years been quite a lot about rider straightness um, done through various different companies, not just for the competition rider, but for your everyday rider as well. Would you say that the Bowen treatment is something that any rider would benefit from? Absolutely, and, and particularly when I'm treating your, your more sort of... Um, amateur riders and their horses you, when you look at the horses and see that there's an imbalance with the horse I would be saying to the rider what do you do to maintain yourself are you straight mm. and there's not very many of them who will actually say yes I go and have treatment or yes I'm straight and then we're looking at well actually they're probably affecting the horse even more than your professional riders would be so yeah. trying to keep them straight makes such a difference to the horses yeah and the way that the horses go yeah so it is something that can be helpful for anyone at any level absolutely basically. absolutely um and are there are there lots of people doing this kind of treatment throughout the uk i mean if if you're based in yorkshire or in sussex would it be easy to try and find someone okay so with um Equine muscle release therapy, there's probably about 30 practitioners in the UK um, and they're easily accessible on either, if you Google equine muscle release therapy or EMRT, there is uh, a main website which tells you more about EMRT or if you look up um, bowen-technique.co.uk, that's our human website, but there is some information on there about animal practitioners and actually some um, articles which myself and other colleagues have written about the work we do with animals. Um, so there are other people. There's also people who are trained with Bowen in horses, which is through a different school. So rather than I'm trained through Bowtech, which is the Australian Bowen technique, there is also the European College of Bowen Studies, which um, trains Bowen on horses therapists. So um, they are two different things, although we're trained in essentially what should be the same technique. Mm. So, and if anyone wanted to be able to um, contact you about finding someone in their area or using you, the one of the best ways to get a hold of you is through Facebook? Yeah, through Facebook, or I say, um, easily, if, if you're looking for somebody in your area, if you um, look up www.bowen-technique.co.uk, you would find animal practitioners in the UK and also human practitioners in the UK on that Fair. website. Um, just another quick question whilst we keep moving on. With treating a rider or treating a horse, I know that sometimes after a treatment from other therapies they have to have a day off or a couple of days off. What would be your sort of standard advice for someone after a treatment? Okay, so if it's a first treatment, we'd initially say to the person, if you can, if the horse can have three or four days off, that would be great. Um, Particularly, I think, when you're dealing with amateur riders and, and amateur competition horses, because actually those horses can often be um, a little bit more wrong, so to say, and need a little bit more time after their treatment. But if it's, if it's a horse that I treat on a regular basis, I'd say 24, 48 hours off. Yeah. Obviously, if you're treating a horse at a competition, it's going to be ridden again straight away. But as soon as the horse is ridden, there can then be um, what we term as sort of a re-injury. So if you're treating a horse at a competition, you could treat it every day, whereas if you're treating a horse, you would normally give it at least a week in between treatments and ask for it to have 
a couple of days off after a treatment. And as usual, it's a lot easier to give a horse a day off after a treatment rather than a rider. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and it is difficult because we do go out and, and re-injure ourselves, you know. It's the same with the riders and with the horses. You treat a rider and they go out and ride a young horse and end up on the floor and then you've got to start all over again. Are but you talking about me? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, Nicky, it's been really, really informative as always talking to you today. And if anyone has any further questions about this, um, then please do get in touch with Nickety or myself and we shall try and answer any queries that you have. And Nickety will probably try and get you on again in the future and talk about all things further EMRT and Bowen. Thank you so much. Excellent, my pleasure. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to request a topic to explore, you can find us on Facebook by searching for Keyflow UK, on Twitter at Keyflow, or our favourite at Keyflow Feeds on our awesome Instagram account. See you next time.